Hello and welcome to <laughs> I really wanted to bring it back because it like it's like the beat drop. Okay, sorry. <laughs> welcome to Twist to Rope Comes. Where I'm sure everyone is sad that we're now talking and the song is over. That was really good. It was a great instrumental, no copyright music Christmas instrumental free download. And that was the most uniform our sound waves have ever been. It was right on track. It was awesome. Um, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are doing another Christmas pod for your listening enjoyment today. Probably our last one. Yeah, probs. What are you going to do? I don't know. Not enough time in the world. No, I mean, for doing basically a hobby because we don't get paid anything. Yeah. That's just what it is. And that's what it's going to continue to be unless we get paid for it. Woohoo! Get us paid. <laughs> Money! Uh, please write your local congressman. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to talk about the brand new Netflix. I guess not brand new anymore. It's been out for a couple weeks by the time this is released. It's still brand spanking new, I feel yeah. like. Uh, 2021 Netflix Christmas rom-com, Love Hard. Yep. We did it. (laughs) We watched it and wrote down some notes. We're talking about it today. (laughs) Accompanied Uh, by a cocktail. (laughs) Two cocktails. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about those in a couple minutes, but I believe we're going to get down to some facts about the movie. No, we're not. Are we? I don't know. Oh. I saw you scrolling through IMDb, so I thought you wanted to. I didn't know if you had anything you wanted to say before we got down into it. I had nothing to say. You sure? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I literally wrote it down in my notes. (laughs) So, seeing as how we're getting to Christmas, we've been trying to get our kid to watch Christmas movies. Um, so we were watching Rudolph today, and it's one of my faves. It's I a great one. have a lot of Rudolph memorabilia that gets set out every Christmas. But watching it this year, it hit a little differently, because it's really sexist. And I don't remember that. Like, it never... What? Yeah. So, like, they're going to the reindeer games, right? Yeah. Well, only boys participate. The does are brought out to be seen. Oh. And get introduced to each other. And then they stand there talking and watch the boys play. So I was not a fan of that. Number one. Okay. I thought that was very sexist. And then when the dad goes out to look for Rudolph, the mom wants to go and look for Rudolph too. Because he goes off to be a misfit or whatever. Okay. And the dad said... This is man's work. Oh my god! <laughs> what a dick! And so left the mom at home. And then eventually Clarice came and they decided, fuck this shit, we're looking for our boy. And Girls get it done. Right. Girls do get it done until they get kidnapped by the Bumble and Rudolph has to save the day. Oh yeah. But. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. I don't remember any of this. I guess that means that all of Santa's reindeer are boys. Even fixed it. I was just going to say. Female fox. Boy. And this leads me to a second point 
Cupid? I guess Cupid's a boy. Yeah, Cupid would be a boy. I can see your Dancer lip. would think that would be a boy. Girl is what I mean. I don't know. Maybe it's not 2021 to be gendering reindeers. Well, I'm just saying. Very unequal stances. However, my kid got a Target sweater dress and it has a reindeer on it. And it bothered me because the deer's face, they made feminine. So like very like lined eyelids with long eyelashes. But then the hood that goes with it has antlers. Oh, that's cute. But girl reindeer don't have antlers. So it's biologically incorrect. I think all deer have very long lashes, though, to keep flies out of their eyes. We'll go for it. I'm dead serious, too. No, that makes sense. Because horses do. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I... As I was leaving to come to your house tonight, my deer were across the the street and I rolled down my window and I was talking to them because I haven't thrown my pumpkins away because they demolished one of them. The deer did? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad because, you know, the time has passed and Mm -hmm. I would be throwing them away. So (laughs) the other night I went out in my robe (laughs) and nothing else. I love it. (laughs) And I picked up this big like probably 10 pound pumpkin and set it in the middle of our yard in the grass. And my husband's like, what the hell are you doing? It's three in the morning. Are you really doing this right now? And I'm like, well, this is the time for them. This is whenever they eat. But that was like three days ago and they're still, they still haven't touched it. So I threw some old pears in their yard too. So as I was leaving, I rolled down the window and I told them that I left a bunch of snacks for them. (laughs) You'll have to keep me posted on what happens. I will. Maybe the pumpkins rotted and so they won't eat it? They ate every single part of the other pumpkin except for the stem. Oh. So I would think it's fine. Yeah, but they just won't eat that one. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they like the weird color ones. Like they don't want the white one or the green one. Okay. This one was like a regular old orange. Okay. And they didn't like the little ones. They knocked all the little ones off of my porch. (laughs) Like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'll let you know. Okay. My dear sagas. We were taking a walk yesterday, and, a cu- like, last week, there was a couple deer down the street, and it, I don't usually see them, so I was excited. And then yesterday, the boys, our dogs, started acting weird as we were walking, so I was shining a flashlight trying to look for the deer, and there was a giant possum in the yard. Oh, boy. It wasn't. It's not our yard. But I was like, damn, where's Allison to feed it? (laughs) They are hideous. They're so... They're very creepy looking. Like, not of this world. And they walk around with their mouths open, and you see, like, their little weird pointed teeth, and ugh. But I still, I still take care of them. Where did those guys come from? What was God's plan for them? I don't know. I guess to be left alone. <laughs> Australian possums are really cute. I didn't know there was a difference. Well, you brought, that's because they don't look like possums. <laughs> are they called possums? Mm-hmm. Okay. They look like, um, I don't know. They just look like cute little furry guys. <laughs> Speaking of Australia... 
Um, <laughs> yeah, do, do go on. I have a lot of hot thoughts about kids shows today. So Bluey. Okay. Yeah. One of our faves. Love household. Yeah. But Bluey and her friends were setting up a pretend shop. Okay. And they decided it's a kitten shop. And there is one of, and Bluey is about a family of dogs. So all the characters are dogs. So one of the kid dogs was pretending to be a kitten and it was talking and Blue was like, no, cats don't talk. What? And I was like, wait a Every second. Every single other animal in that show talks. Well, there's only dogs. Oh. There's only dogs. All the birds are regular birds. It's not like Peppa Pig where like all the animals in the world like oh. talk and speak. So it's only dogs. So the cats had to go meow, meow. And I'm like, wait a second. There is no more equivalent animal than a dog and a cat. Like, where did this hierarchy come from? So I was really confused about that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mind blowing. Yeah. This is what goes in my, through my mind as I'm watching these. I feel like they should have had a fish store. Fishes go glug, glug, glug. <laughs> Something. I don't know. And they just flop around <laughs> on the ground. They can't talk either. No, they can't. <laughs> weird. So weird. Okay, I'm good now. Okay. I think I'm good too. Oh, I started rewatching The Witcher. And? Is it just as good? Oh my god, it's great. Okay. How it, far along are you? I Just two episodes. Okay. But... I, I, I like the rewatch because I'm already connecting the pieces and the time frames uh-huh. better than I was. Yeah. Because you didn't know until episode four. Exactly. So it's good to rewatch it and be like, okay, so this is like this far back and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. And I feel like we probably, I've probably already told you this or you know this <laughs> from your husband video games, but everything that happened in season one didn't happen in the books. It's all a prequel to mm-hmm. what happened in the books. Because mm-hmm. Bernard said when they opened in the book, him and the little girl are already together. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched season one yet. That's what James said about the video game. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Henry Cavill looks better than I remember. <laughs> He's just so perfect in that role and yeah. everywhere else. <laughs> fact (laughs) it's fact what about henry cavill with the mustache i prefer that actually whoa i love a mustache james has a mustache right right now oh he shaved everything Mm -hmm. else he shaved everything else shaved (laughs) uh yeah i love a mustache and i think henry cavill like i don't like like clean shaven i like scruff Mm -hmm. and the mustache okay I don't like clean shaven as much. I yeah. get that. Yep. Mustaches are in, baby. Okay, so I wouldn't really have <laughs> nothing to say to having a whole lot to say. My mind's blown about Rudolph. I have to watch it and let you know. Yeah, and I think I told you last year about Hermie, right? That he's a human? Yeah. I BuzzFeed told Buzz me that. BuzzFeed, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I, you see it now. Mm-hmm. The pointy ears and mm-hmm. the hair. Yeah. Yep, mind blown. Maybe that's why he wants to be a dentist. Do you think that's where Elf got the idea? I don't know. Maybe. Will Farrell <laughs> email us? John Favreau. <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm sure you don't have anything else going on Absolutely in your life. Absolutely not. Nope. 
bored. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now are we ready for facts? Yes. All right. Love Hard just came out 2021. Starring Nina DeBrev, Jimmy O. Yang, Darren Barnett, James Sato, Rebecca Staub, Harry Shum Jr.? Shum. Shum, sorry. Uh, I think that's it. Who's the mom? Barbara Straub. And where was she from? Anything? And I'm going to ask you that about the dad, too. Oh, dad I already know. super familiar. I already know. Because okay. I had to look it up. And as soon as I did, I was like, yes! Okay. Um, I'm not lying. This mom is just in Hallmark Christmas movies. That's amazing. Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. She found her niche. She did. Good for her. So... I didn't recognize any of them. <laughs> she branched off into Netflix. Still a Christmas romp. <laughs> yeah. Dad is from Always Be My Maybe. Oh, the dad in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because his voice sounded so familiar. And yeah. he's adorable, too. Uh, it was directed by Hernan Jimenez. But I thought McGee did it. Produced. Produced. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so it was written by Daniel McKay. Okay. Mackie. Daniel Mackie. Might be. So the drink today, um, and this will be the spoiler alert because we are going to talk about the entirety of this movie and it is brand new. So you might want to stop, watch, and then come back to it unless you hate Christmas rom-coms and then just fuck it, I guess. Oh, Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to lose a whole lot if you don't watch this. Anyway. (laughs) I guess we're going to go there. Okay. This is called the Catfish Catfish Cocktail. There are several, so make sure you look at the right one. This is vodka... You're supposed to have Meyer <laughs> lemon vinegar, but good fucking luck finding it um, if you don't Amazon it. So we substitute it with white wine vinegar and be really careful when you're doing <laughs> your dashes because that shit comes pouring out. Basil. Um, and then you can either make your own lemon basil soda or you can just buy lemon soda. Like, not Sprite or anything, but club soda-ish. And topped with sparkling wine, which we just use champagne. Cheers. Cheers. I took the one with more of the white wine vinegar since I fucked it up. <laughs> just FYI. Really light. But I'm worried as if, it, as if we get down to the bottom, it's not going to be light. Well, I stirred them. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. I remember watching you do it. So, it's not bad. Yeah. You cannot taste two ounces of vodka in there. It's a heavier drink. Two ounces of vodka and then topped with the champagne. Yeah. This is like a really good summer drink. Mm-hmm. I could see making a picture of this. Mm-hmm. I really like it so far. I would probably add more basil. 
See, I'm good with it being a lighter flavor because I'm not a big basil fan. Yeah, I... Maybe I didn't model it properly? No, you for sure did, and we activated it. We slapped it. (laughs) All right. No, it's good. I like it. So far, so good. Make sure you use a larger glass because in the recipe, it says to fill it with ice, and we used a big glass, but when we filled it with ice, we didn't have enough room to um, top it with champagne. So I would go with the half glass of ice instead of whole. Yeah. I honestly would maybe even add less, maybe like a four ounce, four ounces of the um, lemon club soda and go more on the sparkling champagne. Yeah, I think I taste the sparkling wine. Or sparkling wine. No, that's sorry. The most out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine with the proportions as is. Okay. Yeah. It's a good light beverage. Mm -hmm. How's the... Can you taste the vinegar at all in yours? No. Do you want to try it? Yeah. Let me try yours. I feel like it just kind of blends in with the champagne maybe. Yours tastes a little bit different than mine. Good, Good way or bad way? I think neutral. See if you... Maybe I'm just making that up in my head. I... No, I think so. Mm-hmm. It has more of a... Something. I think it is the white wine vinegar. That's not bad. No. It's just different. Yeah. It's really good. I recommend. Yeah. So, I take it you did not like this movie. So, here's the thing. I didn't not like it. I just thought it was very run-of-the-mill. Was I entertained? Yes. Will I watch it again? No. Oh, I would watch this again in a heartbeat. Really? Mm-hmm. So, you didn't think it was, like, run-of-the-mill? I think that it can... I think it's a movie... That's made up of, like, six other movies, if that makes sense. It does. Yes. So, but to me, like, they pieced it together well and put their own spin on it. So it was original. And I did like, I like the main characters. Like, so I, I just, I did like this movie a lot. And I think in the facts, it did address like some of the allusions to Mm. different ones. So I don't know if that was purposeful or not. And then it just came off too much to you. Maybe it did feel like a little contrived. Oh yeah. So maybe that's yeah. But let me, let me summarize this bitch real quick. All right. (sighs) This movie is about a woman who can't find love. She dates a lot of people from this Tinder-like profile. What is it? Love flirt or something? Definitely some like something flirt. Flirt. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, so she can't find any good dudes off of it. She finds one guy who she really likes. They talk every day, all day, hit it off, and... She surprise visits him, and it turns out she's been catfished, and he's not the picture of the guy that she has been talking to. He's kind of like a nerd. (laughs) 
I mean, he is. He is for sure. He's not like the classic hot guy that he the picture of the picture that he used. Right. Right. Um. So I think the the one thing to say there is that they are like thousands of miles apart. So she's from LA. Yeah, and he's from. Lake Placid. Right. Lake Placid. I freaked out when I saw that. Yeah, whenever they said that they were going to Lake Placid, my first question was, is there going to be a giant crocodile killing people there? That would have made it so much better. Just because every movie would be improved by a giant alligator killing everybody. And Betty White. And Betty White. I mean, I'd watch... I'd watch it. I think we need more horror comms. Have you ever watched any of the Sharknado movies? I have not. Have you? No. I was just curious on your take on them. No, I haven't watched them. Okay. But I really want to watch the one that Conan had a cameo in. Oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah, he dies in like seconds. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really funny. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I don't... What was the one? I thought this movie was very reminiscent of Holiday and more so that one than The Night Before Christmas. I didn't think this was reminiscent to Night Before Christmas at all. In the same vein, like unbelievable... Oh, trite, yeah, like yeah. just surface, okay, okay. deep, yeah. like that kind of thing. Not like same thing. I would watch this movie over Night Before Christmas or Night's Christmas. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. I don't know. I just know that there's a knight who time travels. That's all you need to know. I would watch this over that. Would you watch the other one? I would. Oh. <laughs> It's just so ridiculous, and that's why I like it. Yeah. I like the fact that it is just so wild and (laughs) cheesy. (laughs) I did laugh at a few things with this, though. Like, I'm not saying that it wasn't entertaining. I'm just saying that it wasn't my favorite, that's all. Okay. Um, I I got... really into this movie. So my notes, like I I was, I love this movie. My husband loved this movie. Yeah, we were both all in. So I, this probably is final thoughts. I'll save it. Okay. Unbelievability wise, I think that there's a couple large things, but I don't know about little like I don't feel like I can spend an hour talking unbelievability like I usually do you could there's a few nitpicky ones that I have okay like one of them if you want to hear one of them I would love to the rapid fire text messages between Natalie and Josh when they first start talking on that on that app like they're responding so fast and I feel like that's not believable and then Remember when she, like, her friend calls Josh and when they're hiking? He sends that cue card of by Natalie barely by the time they've hung up. 
Yeah, that was super fast. And as it's photoshopped, yeah, that would be unbelievable to do a good job with that photoshop. I thought that was crazy because I feel like there's always like this cat and mouse of like putting time between your messages. At least that's what it was like when I was dating. Mm-hmm. But if it's if both people are desperate, which I think they both are, and do you think there's some type of safe, like, emotional safety net knowing they're thousands of miles away, like, they don't have to meet, so they don't mind being that vulnerable? Because if they decide never to meet, it's not that hard. Yeah. I guess. That checks out. I think they were trying to build the emotional connection between the two of them, but with those conversations. Yeah. And how fast they were. I did think the conversations were funny. Yeah. I thought they were I thought they were good. I thought that they were getting to know each other well. Mm-hmm. And it helped with that passage of time element because you found mm-hmm. out they were communicating and talking over like a week. Or two weeks, I'm sorry. Two weeks. I did find it very believable about, like, the pictures, though. Like, being old pictures and, like, the L.A. guys being, like, a really bad dating scene. Mm-hmm. Like, that one guy's picture was from, like, ten years ago or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad I didn't have to deal with any of the online dating scene with that because I feel like it is really hard. I've played around with it and watched like some of my other friends do it and it's mesmerizing and it's so like as an onlooker one that's not having to date it's fun Mm -hmm. just to be like swipe 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 Mm -hmm. make fun of his profile make fun of this quote like but I can't imagine being a it's got to be just so hard it's a whole nother layer of savviness that I don't think I'm personally equipped for. Yeah. So. It's it's tough out there. Yeah. But if you're a busy working woman, like, what other option do you have? I Oh, I, I have no idea. I mean, is it better to meet a guy, like, in person at a bar versus, you know, it's yeah. just... There's really no good way to meet somebody. You just have to take your chances with it. Yeah. So. Gotta risk putting yourself out there. Ugh. The worst. It is. You right over there? I had to adjust my sleeves. I hate that. My arms are so fat. <laughs> my sleeves get bunched up. I'm sure The Rock has the same problem, although his arms aren't fat. They're just muscular. <laughs> Do you think all of his clothes are tailor-made? Absolutely. James and I were talking about this because we watched Red Notice. Uh-huh. I and didn't see it yet. Okay. It's not Christmassy, right? Not at all. Okay. I just want to make sure it's not set in Christmas or anything. No. It's cute. It's definitely worth a shot. And it, yeah. Yeah. Their chemistry... Like, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I was like... There's... I Because I asked, like, how expensive do you think his shirts are? Because he either buys them special or has to have them all taken out. I don't know. Which is basically like sleeves ripped off. <laughs> and then sewn bigger ones back on. <laughs> yeah. 
Or you can just, like, cut a line, like, in the armpit of every sleeve. But I would still think you needed to add material somewhere. I'm talking about if it's a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> Maybe I should try it out on my fa la 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 wine shirt. fa la 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 wine. <laughs> Thanks, Target. Great drinking shirt. Oh, my gosh. Um, I thought the her dragging the tree up the stairs... We're just doing unbelievability right mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. That tree would be completely bare on one side, dragging up the stairs. It would look pretty bad. That side would have to go towards the wall. Plus, Christmas trees are not that heavy. I've dragged a Christmas tree outside, and, like, you hold the middle of the thing, and you don't drag it. It's not that heavy. Especially in an apartment. It couldn't have been that big. Mm-mm. Um, just get yourself a pair of gloves. Yeah. But if you must drag it, just put a sheet under it. That'll help protect it some of the way. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But it definitely looked like she was affected by the Christmas tree shortage. (laughs) With that tree. Were you affected by the Christmas tree shortage? I sure was. (laughs) Sure was. I have the weirdest looking tree I've ever had. But he's got character, and you gotta appreciate it. Mine has character, too. Yours has a ton of character. Yours also has significantly more places for ornaments <laughs> than mine does. Look, our trees might not be perfect, but they got personality. <laughs> we should post a picture of our trees. <laughs> yes. Um, all lit up and stuff. Yours is the opposite of mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're very funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough getting a live Christmas tree this year. Did I tell you that the first night that we put our tree up, the cat definitely dunked her whole, like, face in there? (laughs) So, I don't think she's bothering the tree. Uh Uh-huh. She's very curious, and I, James thinks I'm crazy, he makes fun of me. I am dead set that she is loving the Christmas vibe. I think she loves the tree. I think she loves the lights. I think she loves that it's cozy because we cannot get her to leave the living room. Okay. Um, But yeah, so she came after she was like inspecting the tree the first night that we had it. She came and jumped on the bed and her entire nose and chin was wet. (laughs) So she definitely just like dunked it in the water bowl. (laughs) I know what day she's not going to be around the living room. Christmas Eve. We'll see. She's been more social. She came out on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We'll see. I'd love to have a social cat. I mean, it's the pandy. She was a pandemic cat. She didn't know anybody. Hey, I'm a pandemic kid. I get it. She, like, loves to look at other people and stare, but she doesn't really know what to do with them. Yeah. That's pretty much the same. Oh, no. I was talking about your child. Oh, cat. (laughs) Since um, my mother-in-law and brother-in-law have been staying over at our house, so we've figured out that she goes up and visits people in the night and just stares and watches them sleep, (laughs) like, right next to them. They've both been woken up and just having her, like, sitting, staring at them. They sleep with the doors open? Uh, yeah. Oh. I think because of her. Okay. 
just so she doesn't like scratch or get locked in anywhere by accident. Because one of her favorite hiding places, if she's in a pinch, is to crawl inside the couch in the spare bedroom. Oh. Not under, not behind, inside. She has to go under to get in, right? There's flaps on the back. Okay. She goes inside the flaps. Okay. Yep. And then the one door doesn't close all the way. Yeah. It's an older what house. Are what do? are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Our doors upstairs didn't close during the summer, but in the winter they do close. These This house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sliding glass door is a little sticky right now, but it was not in the summer months. It's so weird. Yep. Homeownership. Yay. Anyway. Um... This is an unbelievability, so, but I'm just going to say it because I found it unbelievable how obvious they made the kiwi allergy. Yes. That was not subtle at all. Yes. They were like, we're going to act like the stupidest person on earth is going to watch this movie and we need to make sure they understand the main character has a kiwi allergy. It was ridiculous. I have kiwi written down so many times in my notes, like, oh. Mention Kiwi. It's going to happen. Kiwi. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. They may as well just put a billboard up at some point and said the main character has a Kiwi <laughs> allergy. I thought it was incredibly unbelievable that she didn't look at the fucking weather forecast before she went to Lake Placid. Oh, completely agree. You arrived in a mini skirt. No pantyhose. No anything. Nope. And honestly, it's Lake Placid. You're going to have to get a connection somewhere. You're going to dress like that the entire, what, six hour at least flight? It made me angry. <laughs> it did. I looked Put your fucking tights on. Put some fucking jeans on. Leggings. No, she's not going to. I'm not wearing jeans. I'm wearing leggings. She wore a mini skirt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. <sighs> Were in high-heeled boots? Were they high-heeled boots? They were a chunky heel. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, okay. I did find it unbelievable, even though it was funny. I thought it was unbelievable that as she was storming out off the parents' lawn, she took the baby Jesus. I didn't understand it, but I laughed. Yeah, it made no sense. I don't think anyone would do it. And he stayed lit, didn't he? He did, because it was like a beacon, and that's how Josh found her at that bar. Right. And I don't know of any lit-up plastic Jesus that stayed... I mean, unless she took the fi- time to find an outdoor plug for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even as she was walking away, yeah. it was lit. Yeah, that was really weird. That only existed so he could find where she was. And it was hilarious. Sweet baby Jesus. Yep. Um, I mean, are we just going to say that it was completely unbelievable that she chose to stay there? Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The fact that she stayed there and they struck this deal. And she's in some stranger's family home. Stop right there. The most unbelievable part of the movie. How many times is she going to come out of the basement without wearing pants? Oh my God. It is the family home. His grandmother, mom, dad, brother, everyone is walking through the living room. She comes up without pants on so many times. Like at least three. Why? 
And it's not like a floor length, floor length, like sleep. No, it's mid thigh, if that. Although those sleep shirts were pretty awesome. They were, but. No, I know. And that house is older. It's going to be drafty. She's sleeping in the basement. Put fucking pants on. I agree. (sighs) That aggravated me more than anything else. She has to look hot. (laughs) How realistic. In, In a medical emergency situation like that, taking her to the vet. Can I tell you the only other time I've seen that in a TV show? Yes. The Walking Dead. (laughs) <laughs> it was the goddamn apocalypse <laughs> well here's a further question do vets have epinephrine I don't I know like I don't know if you know I no I mean like I don't know I would like maybe like an emergency vet because dogs do get allergic reactions like stings and stuff I guess they would have to have it yeah. I'm sure they have it on hand. I mean, she could have thrown her on one of those scales that the dog <laughs> estimated the weight and stabbed her, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the human dose, unless you're a kid, it's pretty standard of a 0.3. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's so weird that you know that. What random knowledge. I know. I just have in the trivia. Trivia. Not nights. I want you on my team. Yep. I'll take botany. <laughs> PA botanist. Marie. Um, let me see here. Okay, you go. The caroling. Oh my goodness. I couldn't, couldn't get over the caroling. So cringe. It was just them. And it was so intense. And, like, the wife kept holding her ear like she had an earpiece in, and it really bothered me. I wanted to punch her. I found her to be a very annoying character, but they did show, like, a practical side to her where I was like, oh, I can't hate her. Like, remember when the brother was like, I have to find out about Natalie, and she was like, why Josh really seems to like her, just let it go. I was like, oh, she's like an actual person, not just a caricature. Yeah. So I like that they put in these little touches to make her more well-rounded. Um, the wall climbing for me, not the second wall. Okay. I get that. I can get the fear of rappelling down. It was the first time when she was legit three feet off the ground screaming for help. And he got like a step ladder for her to step on. Like she could have fallen on her head and nothing would have happened at that height. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Climbing's no joke either. It's really hard. I, I've never tried it. I have no desire to try it. I used to think it was really fun, but that was a very long time ago and about 40 pounds ago. Bernard told me, because he was look, he watched the movie with me, like I mentioned, and he was like, oh, if she's climbing white, she just has to stay white the whole time. She'll be fine. Yeah. So I, I would just hope that they have some kind of code, like red's easy, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And they would. 
Yeah. They totally would. But I do think repelling would be the hardest for me. I have... Have I ever told you about that? my repelling story? Nope. Because I had a very similar experience to her. Although somebody didn't have to climb to the top to push me down, um, I climbed back down because <laughs> I was that high up. I really was. I was that high up. And they were like, come on, you got, you got it. Just drop down. And I was like... So I stood frozen up there, clinging to the wall, trying not to look down. And like... James and his friend David were down there shouting at me, come on, come on. And I just slowly climbed back down. Hey, you made it. I made it. (laughs) I was not about to jump off there. That was no go. But you were tied in. Yep. Okay. I I don't blame you. I don't know if I could do it. It's so high (laughs) up. I couldn't climb to the top. I may have climbed up to the top, I can't remember, but I couldn't let myself be tied into a zip line to zip line down somewhere. So, yeah. I get it. I think it was like two stories. And that's about what the zip line was, too. Yeah, it's, it's, a roller coaster is different because you're like harnessed in and you're in like a vehicle, but like if there's nothing underneath you, mm mm-mm. I still, I haven't tried to go on a roller coaster for at least five years, and I don't know if I could. Really? hmm Even when we went to Disney, I didn't go on anything like that. Disney roller coasters are, like, very mild. Yes. Yeah. Too. But, like, still Phantom or something? Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. The... the <sighs> With the Phantom's Revenge, you just have to get past that first yeah. one, and then it's really fun. Um, the new one, the Steel Curtain, is pretty scary if you're not into the heights thing. Because mm-hmm. it has, like, a drop where you can't see over at all. Mm. See, that's, like, I don't like the roller coaster thing, but heights in and of themselves doesn't bother me. Like, I can climb up like a hill, like we've hiked up a mountain with stairs with no railing and I've dangled my legs over the edge. I can do that. That doesn't bother me. No, I can't do that. That bothers me. We went to, I think it was Watkins Glen where they have like that gorge Mm -hmm. and they had, there was like a railing made out of rock, but it hit my knee. That, I think that's where I'm talking about specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it bothered the heck out of me. No, granted, as I was doing that, Bernard was holding my, the back of my shirt because it freaked him out so bad. Like, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, there was a bridge in Southside up in the slopes that I couldn't use because it was one of those ones where it was like the chain link mm-hmm. and you could see below it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Couldn't do that. Okay. Had to go around it. I've inherited mom's fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how believable was the engagement scene to you? It was not believable. I found it to be very cringy. She gave him the advice. Your brother steals the spotlight, steal it back. Do you think the brother and the sister-in-law were really pregnant? Yes, I you do. You saw behind the scenes. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that was a dumb question. Sorry. No, it's okay. It was really my, like, it was such a small scene. Yeah. And he was so mean to her. She was playing music on her stomach and she was like, or he said something like, it's not even that old. Like, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. It doesn't have ears. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude. Calm down. Yeah. How did you feel about the bobsled date? No, absolutely not. Is Who that the fuck a, does that? I was going to say, is it even a thing? I have no idea. Barnard was very into it, though. He's like, this is amazing. Like, I would never. Bobsledding seems so dangerous to me. Nope. So, yeah. Who takes a girl there on a first date? Climbing and bobsledding are very different. Yes. I agree. I think the hike part to the bobsled place was fine. Mm-hmm. But, no. Just to rewind to the engagement again. Mm-hmm. The grandma's ring fit her perfectly. <laughs> yeah. On the first try. I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. That's not how that works. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Her grandma was... The grandma was a very slight person. Not yes. that Nina Do- Dobrev... Dobrev isn't but i just don't see that happening um a lot of coincidences in this movie like oh the engagement party at abbott oh right 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 that just happened to happen. Tag just happened to be helping out. Mm-hmm. The boss just happened to swing by. The boss just happened to be at the bar like just Random people being everywhere mm-hmm. was very, um, you know, coincidental. How did you feel about teaching the elderly about dating profiles? I don't know. Because I don't know that they care. I mean, I don't... Like, the things that they were coming up with, like, rolling with my homies and stuff. Very, yeah. like, not believable. Um, or, like, likes a group mentality. Like, I don't know. There was one that, excuse that one way she was trying to spend living in a home. Like, not afraid of a crowd or something weird like that. Or I, I didn't think that it was appropriate humor, but I didn't know if I was being overly sensitive. No, the one about Hank, like, staying in and he was, like, fucking on hospice, that, like, really upset me. I didn't get that. But, yeah. There was one where they said, oh, Hank's profile can stay, can say he prefers staying in and go instead of going out. And then they flipped to just a guy in a hospital bed hooked up to a monitor and, like, IVs and stuff. Yeah. It, I hated it. And I was like, whoa, we're really just going to move on past that. Yeah, I didn't like that scene. I get that it was important to show him being vulnerable with his profile and why he did what he did. But I think that they could have omitted some of those jokes or made them less, I don't want to say ageist because that seems weird to me but they were making fun of like serious things that a lot of people are going to have experience with and it's gonna be hurtful yeah it did bother me yeah and another thing that bothered me too 
And this was another one that was, like, very fast. And you had to be like, wait, did this really happen? Whenever she was talking to her friend and she was pouring alcohol into her coffee cup. And then she's like, wait, it's my sponsor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That did not... That was not funny. Mm -hmm. I... I thought it was funny when she was pouring it. And then she was like, wait, it's my sponsor. And I was like... Oh. Yeah. Like, like, why did they have to put that in? It was completely unnecessary. I mean, it's funny that she's pouring alcohol into a coffee cup. Now you just made it sad and awkward. Right. Yeah. So, a little tone, a, a little toned up on those two yeah. pieces. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if they geared on... I have no way that I can make an excuse for the alcoholic joke. Maybe they, like, just hoped that old people weren't going to watch the movie. So they were like, oh, we can make fun of them. Or maybe they were like, that's the only thing I have. But we're not old and those jokes still hit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Could have done without. Yep. They could have made jokes about STDs. I would have been fine with it. Exactly. That would have been more on point, too, because I feel like it's a known thing that nursing homes have a lot of STDs. Something about... Or, like, swingers, or... Condoms, how to use filters, like, I don't know. Even something like using a walker, or... Because that's just, like, an elderly person thing most of the time. How to sneak them into the nursing home. Yep. So... Dentures. Great. Yeah. Do it up. Illnesses. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what more unbelievabilities do you have? Um, I think that's kind of all my unbelievabilities. Did you see, and I had to rewind this to see this because I saw it and I was like, did this really happen? Did you see Owen, the brother, stole money from the tip jar when he ordered that scotch? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a glass that had, like, a bunch of bills in there. And as soon as he ordered the Glenlivet um, and the bartender turned around, he took money out of there. <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't like that because I thought, you know, okay, Owen's a dick. Owen's a dick all throughout the movie. And then he kind of redeems himself in the last, like... 10 to 20 minutes where he's sympathetic to the brother and then happy that Natalie comes back. And I was like, oh, he's not that bad of a guy. But that's unredeemable. I thought it was a continuity error that all of a sudden he turned nice. To be honest. I thought it was so weird. That like a Christmas miracle or whatever that he was like being sympathetic And being nice. There was really no good part of him before that. Yeah. You don't see any kind of human aspect to him. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good point by you. Poor character development because there's no character development. It's just a 180. And maybe it's me being super nitpicky like this why I didn't enjoy it as much to watch it a second time. To want to watch it a second time. There's definitely strengths. And I'll talk about that. Like I have a lot of things that I liked. Okay. Sure you do. (laughs) 
I think I'm done with unbelievability as well. What if I go get my hair cut and I come back with the same exact cut as you? I wouldn't care. I'd love it. Nice. You had red before me. Well, that was a long time ago. I know, and it looked really good on you. Thank you. Are you thinking about it? Um, I had been thinking about it. Not exactly that color, but... I can refer you to my girl. Even though it's very far. It is very far, so I won't go there. Yeah, I understand. Um, okay. Um, obstacle to these two getting together. I mean... She catfished him. Or, he catfished her. He catfished her. She gets interested in another guy. Everyone's lying. I guess not everyone's lying. Two people are lying, but it's the two people who get together. Yeah. Dishonesty. Yeah. I'll save it for chemistry. Okay. You ready for a new drink? Uh, yeah, in a second. Same in a second. Do you want to go in depth about the dishonesty or do you think it's just pretty obvious? No, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But I want to the what I want to compound on is like more chemistry, okay. I guess. Um, so I was gonna save this for final thoughts, but I'll just say it because it's really quick. While we finish our drinks, um, how about I didn't really get that it was called Love Hard because of Die Hard. I didn't get it until I read the facts. I didn't get it until the end, where like they brought it up and. James was like, oh, love hard. That's funny. And I was like, oh. I didn't even get it during the movie. I had to read the facts. And then I was like, played it over my head. Love actually and die hard. Love hard. And that's really cute. And do you believe Die Hard's a Christmas movie? 100% yes. Really? Yes. I absolutely think it's a Christmas movie. Just because it's also an action movie doesn't mean that they're mutually exclusive. And do you believe While You Were Sleeping was a Christmas movie? No. So what's the difference between While You Were Sleeping and Die Hard that makes Die Hard a Christmas movie and the other one not? Die Hard happens at a Christmas party on Christmas... There's Christmas parties in While You Were Sleeping. Yeah, I know, but it's more of like a progression of time. Not a sustained Christmas. Yeah. It's like Christmas all day on Die Hard. They refer to it all the time. What do you think Bruce Willis would say? Stop overthinking it. (laughs) Why are you bothering me with this fucking question? I want to go play my harmonica? Somebody what plays? The, I don't know. He wants to put on his pork pie hat. <laughs> <laughs> Rub his bald head. Uh, put oil on it. <laughs> Was that a Seinfeld joke? Yes. Okay. Because the one old lady totally she had an affair with Gandhi. That's right. It's funny how much of this stuck with me because I haven't rewatched them. I just remember them from being a kid. Like Seven, eight, nine, ten. I was not allowed to watch the mo- uh, the masturbation one. Oh, the Master of Domain? Yeah. I did. 
Did they think it was going to go over my head? I don't know. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I knew it was about masturbation, and I was very young. Well, then you shouldn't have been watching it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's make a second drink. For sure. Okay, so you made modifications to your drink. I did. And how do you like it? I think it was better before the modifications, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Too sharp of a taste? I think yours is more bubbly. Shocking enough. With the seltzer? The seltzer is more bubbly than the champagne. I only wanted four ounces of seltzer, and I wanted to fill it to the top with champagne. You, like, you, we, because we took our glasses and we added, and we took more pictures because we added gold glitter to it. Um, and I lost track of whose glass was here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very easy to figure out. Based on taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the gold glitter would be fun and Christmassy. It kind of just looks like pee. Mm-hmm. But with a little sparkle. <laughs> I, I got this glitter because I thought it would be so cool for, like, a Harry Potter, like, Felix Felicis kind of a drink or whatever. But it doesn't... It doesn't translate to gold. It really doesn't. But it, every once in a while, out of the corner of my eye, I see your body shimmer. Because when you open it, <laughs> glitter just, like, exploded out. <laughs> and you know we were talking with Alice about the strict no glitter rule, and this is what the fuck happens. <laughs> glitter in my fucking house. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I already got a glitter Christmas card, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit's gonna be everywhere. <sighs> Did you send out your Christmas cards yet? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe start mine tomorrow. Because no one has our address since we moved. So I feel like they're all gonna get sent to the old house. So I am gonna try. I think I should be okay if I get the pictures. My plan is, it's like 11 p.m. right now. My plan is to go home. Checks her wrist with no watch. (laughs) (laughs) My plan is to go home. Um, I don't know why, but that's a habit I developed in retail. Yeah. Like, looking at my... And I never wear a watch, so boggles the mind. Um, my plan is to go home and stage my animals in front of the Christmas tree and then send the pictures to Minted. It's never going to work. No. I mean, like, I don't know when I'll get my cards, but, like, the picture itself is never going to work is what I mean. It said that, like, you have to get it in before... I think it was twelve twelve To get them back by when... I think it's a 24. (laughs) But if I have to use the photos that I took already of them just trying on their Christmas outfits, if I can't get anything tonight, then tonight's the night. It just has to be done. Yeah. So I'm going to write out all my Christmas cards and then my kid's getting her picture taken with Santa on Saturday. So I hope to just make copies of that and then send them off on Monday. That's fun. Better be a good one. I didn't add last year's Santa picture. Oh, because there, there wasn't, wasn't one. one. I'm no. missing a Santa picture. And I know that there was one where she was like barely smiling. And I think that's the one that I omitted. <laughs> so she would have been three. So you should have one when she was six months, yep. one year, two year. I think I don't have the two year. I have the six month and the one year. Okay. On my fridge. 
I don't even know where mine are. I'm going to be honest. And then I have the Christmas picture from last year of her at the piano because it was really cute. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of your daughter on my fridge. Well, she's amazing. Except when you put her to bed. So it's fine. <laughs> she should be on your fridge. I'm still, I'm still like replaying her giving me a chip in my head <laughs> and holding it in her fingers and not letting me take the whole chip <laughs> and having that pass between us of like, she's not letting go. And I'm like, I thought you were going to give me the whole chip. So now the chip that you're putting in my mouth has all of my saliva. <laughs> and then she just watched you as she put it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's like, just taste it. Have a chip. Okay. <laughs> yep. Anyway, chemistry. chemistry. <laughs> um, I thought the chemistry in this movie was really good between Nina and James, Jim, Natalie, Josh, Josh. Drunk? No, Nina is the the actress. Oh, I was going for their real names. Oh. Jimmy, Jimmy. I was close. Jimmy O Yang, and I love that him and. Shum were in Crazy Rich Asians together, and I didn't realize it, but Josh is like the cousin. Yeah, he's like the obnoxious cousin. Yeah, <gasps> it just clicked, and like just his range between these two, yes. it's really good. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I thought... So I think we've seen him in a thong, right? I don't remember. I think at one point he was just in, like, gold underwear. I wanted to rewatch Crazy Rich Asians after I saw Shang-Chi because of Aquafina. Mmm. I really like Aquafina. So do I. Her voice. Like, I'm very just, distinctive. I love her talking voice. Have you watched Raya? Raya? Whatever. Mmm. I've only seen half of it. Was it here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Yep. <laughs> You've only seen half of it and it was here. I think uh, I think James watched the whole thing because he was talking to his mom about how much he loved it. And I was like, when did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> you can only go to our house and watch half of it, movie. <laughs> it's awful. And, like, that that's the thing. Like, I had to freaking finish Cinderella, the live action one, because, like, I can't watch something... I've still never seen the end of live-action Aladdin. What about about Princess and the Frog? Nope. Never seen the end of that. She didn't even watch the end of Rudolph, and she had maybe 10 minutes left today. (laughs) It's a half-hour movie. No, I think it's closer to 45 minutes, because it's uncut. Oh. Oh. Whoa. (laughs) Deleted scenes included. There's extra footage in it. (laughs) But I'm not lying, there is. I didn't (laughs) think you were. Yep. Um, anyway, so I thought they played off of each other well. Oh, I'm looking at my Just Friends notes. Different movie. <laughs> what if you looked at these notes and you were like, I lied. They didn't play off of each other well. No, I saw the words Belly Zerber. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's cringe. That's wrong movie. Um, I did like their chemistry for the most part. I thought that they, the director or whoever's in charge did a really good job of bringing up how well they know each other from their texting and phone conversations when they were in person and on the outs. Absolutely. 
like at breakfast and stuff, her being like, oh, she's a vegetarian and allergic to ki- like that kind of a thing. Yes. The kiwi came up again. The kiwi came up again. I did think it was cringy that her favorite song to relax her was Don't Forget About Me by Simple Minds. You loved it. Okay. No, it was a little cringy. I was like, really? This is it? You couldn't find a more recent song or something a little more off the beaten path. I don't think that's a relaxing song. I think that's like a, you want to throw your fist in the air. It's to pump you up. Yeah. I agree. I did like them playing the Top Gun drinking game. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not like... That she fell asleep as he was reciting where the sidewalk ends. And come on, cliche much where the sidewalk ends. And like the fact that she woke up and they were still on the phone, I was like, ugh. No, no way. Too much. Yeah. And there's three hours time difference as well. So when she woke up, it must have been like almost noon or something. She should have known that he should have been at work or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good call. So, and where the sidewalk ends? Whatever. Like, and then she explained it like, no one knows what it is. As soon as she said that, I was like, Shel Silverstein. Absolutely. Do you know what really scared me as a child? What? How Shel Silverstein looked. (laughs) There was a picture of him on the back of every book, and he was a very scary looking man. Very toothy. Very severe. Well, the bald head and the big beard. And, like, it never was, like, a grin. It was, like, a face. Let's find it, shall we? But you know what I'm talking about, Oh, right? I do. I do. And I thought it was very upsetting. <laughs> Can I also tell you what's upsetting to me is the website we got this drink recipe off of is called Garden and Gun. Mm. Mm-hmm. That makes me regret liking this cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pro-gun control. Ooh, me Sorry, too. conservatives. Take them away. I don't give a shit. I don't need them. Nope. Don't want to touch them. Don't want to see them. <laughs> um, Shell Silverstein. We just lost half of our 50 listeners by saying that. No. Maybe oh, like three. Is it this picture that was? Yes! Can you send that to me? Because it's terrifying. He looks like he's going to, like, kidnap me. What about this one? Is that better? Yes. I legit think that's better. Uh, I don't know. That smile on his face, it looks like no. he's going to eat a child. Go back. I would read scary stories as a kid all night long, but whenever I picked up one of the Shell Silverstein books and saw that, that would scare me more than scary the, stories. This is, the, this is the back of the cover. Yeah. That looks like he's going to go to Donner Pass or whatever. It really that. does. Yeah. Cause yep. he's wearing like a coat. Mm-hmm. Why would he pick that picture? I don't know. Maybe he secretly hates children. Hated. He's dead. Right? He is. He wrote for Playboy, too, right? Oh, I don't know. That would be an interesting question. No, that was that was Dr. Seuss. What? Yeah. I hate Dr. Seuss. Whoa. He was a terrible person. Why? 
Didn't you know about his wife killing himself because he cheated on her? And Maybe she, that's ringing a bell. So he... His wife stuck it out with him through hard times. He cheated on her with another woman. She And his wife couldn't take it, so she killed herself, blamed him for it. So I'm not a huge Dr. Seuss person. I feel like he was um an anti-Semite too. I know this is during the Are you feeling better about Shel Silverstein now though? <laughs> that picture is still really weird. <laughs> um what else about chemistry was I going to Imagine say? thinking that's the best picture of you. <laughs> Do you think he picked it, or do you think this was after he passed? That's a good question. I don't know, but imagine that being the best picture of you out there. It's so frightening. Yeah, it is. Go with your yearbook picture. (laughs) (laughs) If those are the two choices, just do the right thing. I also liked the whole dick pic gag. I thought that was cute. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Where he sent a pic of Richard Nixon. She sent a pic of Andy Dick. I thought it was weird that they were talking while she was taking a bath. Do you think she, like, flicked the bean a little bit while I she was I thought in there? so, yes. Did you? I don't know. I didn't know if they were having phone sex. I didn't think so. I don't think they were having phone sex. But oh, she did it, like, secretively. Yes. I, but, I mean, why else are you talking to someone on the phone while you're taking a bath? It's just weird. It's not a time to multitask. To me. Mm, I agree. I don't mean, mind texting while I'm in the yeah, bath. Yeah, I agree. But talking. Mm-hmm. All right. The next chemistry note that I have is not for a while. So, do you have anything? Um... I thought that, I don't know if this falls under chemistry or not, but when she first arrives to the house and Josh isn't there and she's talking to the parents, it was very awkward to me. And I think that was purposeful because it wasn't a catfish moment, but, or it was the catfish moment where Mm -hmm. like she finds out the truth. But I thought that was very well played. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that they could make it as awkward. Like, um, Natalie was explaining things really weird. Mm. And the parents were just going with it, leading you to believe that they're just a weird family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was absolutely perfect when Cutting Crew started playing. And Josh walked in and she saw, like, this isn't Josh. I laughed so hard whenever that song came on. Is it the I? I just died in your arms tonight. Yep. Yeah. Um, I thought that the addition of the asshole sibling was a good move on this part. Whereas I don't like that he stole tits from a tip jar. I think it helped bring Josh and Natalie closer together and more on the same team, and mm-hmm. I think that sibling was crucial to that. Yeah. Good point. I thought that they had good chemistry with the whole rock climbing thing. He, like, went to rescue her and help her, and, like, he knew how to calm her down with 
uh, don't forget about me. And, and then he just pushed her off the wall. <sighs> Did you get the feeling... So, obviously, he begins to resent her relationship or her attempted relationship with Tag as he's coaching her through it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he hated it from the start or do you think he honestly didn't care? Like, this is just a way to get her to stay here so I'm not, like, a misfit. That one. Okay. I think he hated it from the start but wanted to get her to stay. Okay. So he was a little bit resentful. I wasn't sure. Um, I thought that the chemistry was ta- with Tag was terrible. It absolutely was. And I'm sure that was purposeful. Um, he is from... The actor who played Tag is from Never Have I Ever. And I, I stopped watching it, but I watched the first season and a half, and I absolutely love it. Um, I did like that they made Tag a good guy, because I feel like a cliche movie would have made him dumb or sexist or an asshole of some kind. And you could tell from the first time she saw him, he was a legit good guy. He was. You're totally right. That's a really good point to make. Because he was like, come on, guys, don't laugh at her, because she had her allergic reaction and looked disfigured. (laughs) She, he's like, she has a condition, please be respectful. And they listened to him Mm -hmm. and they were doing their best. That scene was hilarious though. No, I couldn't watch it. I paused to write stuff down and then I was like, why am I pausing it? I need to let it play. I like, I couldn't. Because the cringe. cringe. Yeah. I, it would have been more cringy to me if her face had been normal and it played out because it was so obviously a choreographed Mm -hmm calculated move and I like that it was spoiled because I would not have liked her character if she would have pulled it off. Yeah. Good call. But but I did like that they made him a good guy. Even though maybe a slight narcissist with the whole Thoreau thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I hate that book Walden so. I love it. Isn't that awful? Bernard loves it, too. I love it. I don't know. I had a really good English teacher uh, junior year in high school, and he, like, changed it for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So, I love it. Um, but the steakhouse with Tag, like, it was obvious when she brought up Die Hard that it was not going to work out. I thought it was obvious whenever she was willing to go to a steakhouse. You're lying about who you are. Exactly. And everyone pointed, not everyone, Josh pointed it out to her and she wanted to ignore it. That she was compromising her beliefs. She was catfishing without the catfish. Mm-hmm. She was just changing who she was. It was not going to work out. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when she kissed Tag too. She pulled back. She yeah. didn't want to kiss him anymore. Mm-hmm. She could probably taste meat on his breath. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was like, she probably tastes that steak. <laughs> yep. Um, I will say the one time I was not on Natalie's. I wasn't on her side, so to speak, a lot. Because, like I said, she was lying to, to everyone about the whole tag thing. Um, I didn't like when she gave the speech at the engagement party and really fucked over Josh. 
But everybody looked at Josh and felt bad for him. They thought that she was the villain, I felt. I thought that when the boss showed up, Owen talked to the boss, they could have staged an argument where she came out as the bad guy for making it an article. Oh. And that would have been a way to end it without this, like, come to Jesus speech that fucked him over. I honestly don't think the speech... The, the speech didn't bother me. I thought it wrapped things up neatly. Mm-hmm. Because bundled up everything with Tag and with Josh and why people spotted her with Tag. I don't know. I just thought it wrapped everything up in like a nice little bow. Okay. I mean, and in a weird way, and this was like kind of an unbelievable thing, but also a chemistry thing. It brought Josh closer with his family. Hmm. Didn't you agree? Like, because it was kind of like a public announcement. And they all felt bad for him. And yeah, I could see that. I don't know. Um, I thought that chemistry, I don't want to call it full circle because it's not full circle. 180? It's not 180 either. It's not full circle. It's not 180. What's halfway? Like 230? 240. Halfway is <laughs> No, halfway between 180 and 360. Oh, 270? Okay. <laughs> Going for it. All right, let's do it. Um, when they were... <laughs> I think it's what it is. I think it's 270. You add 90. You have to add 90. I'm done. Um, in the kitchen at the end, and they were, like, cutely kissing. I thought that it was well done to show that they were progressing past the whole lying thing. Yeah. And it was cute. It wasn't over the top. It was yeah, chemistry to me. My favorite scene of this entire movie was the baby it's cold outside with change lyrics. Oh my gosh. I loved that because she was so against singing mm-hmm. it and he changed it for her and it was so Good. I think that should be the official song from now on. Yeah. And he just kept, because she's like, I really must go. And he's like, bye. <laughs> Why are you staying? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want you to go too. Please leave. <laughs> What's in this drink? Lemon LaCroix. <laughs> it was so good. It was very cute. And she was enjoying it so much too. I thought it was a really good moment between them. Mm-hmm. Definitely some relationship building stuff. And it goes back to, she gave him advice. Mm-hmm. When your brother steals the spotlight, steal it back. And he took it. Mm-hmm. He took it too far, but he took it. So he was actually listening to her and taking her advice, making them kind of more partnerish. Same with the dating profile. Mm-hmm. But come on. Those dating profile pictures before. It was hilarious. Very murdery. <laughs> She's like, you have an axe, a wrench, and rope. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Very Norman Bates meets The Shining. I think it was the rope that really got <laughs> to me. Like, I could see the wrench no, with the toilet. The axe really was strange. It's only okay if you, uh, like, were on the downswing yes! to woods. 
Like, or if it was like stuck in a tree, you have one leg up on the stump or something, and you're like, yeah, I just cut this bad boy down. How is that natural? I don't know. <laughs> I want to see a picture that where that's natural. Maybe if you're a lumberjack. Maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. He obviously needed some help, which she gave him, and his new profile pics were good. And once you saw that, though, because you did feel really bad for him where he was like, I got three matches, and that was it. And then you see those pictures, and you're like, yeah, no wonder. You look fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, did you hope that when she saw the new pro- profile pics, I was like, just swipe, swipe, swipe. And then she didn't. I was, was hoping sad. that she was going to swipe, too. Yeah. I know that I was satisfied by the end, but I really did want her to swipe on him. Me, too. Um, I liked the end and how it tied together the Love Actually thing and the Die Hard thing. Mm-hmm. That was very cute. Whenever he wrote Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, I laughed so hard. It was. It's a true partnership. Yeah. And it goes back to, so this is the thing that I wanted to talk about before, but I wanted to save it for chemistry. Like, you said that they were both lying. They're both lying. He's lying about his physical appearance. She's lying to tag about who she is. And I'm like, he's right. He didn't lie about who he was, and she needs to fucking calm down. I think that was what made me mad, was like, this is the guy that you've been talking to for, what, four weeks? It seemed like, like you've been, it was two. And then when they were together for one, so you've been talking to this guy nonstop. Mm -hmm. You have to realize that this is the same person. It's him. Like he said, he's like, it's always been me. Like I didn't change who I was. I just used a different profile picture. I really liked that scene. I thought it was important that he stood up to her. And I thought that also played into their chemistry. Because, mm-hmm. you know, eventually he did... I forget what came first. The... I think the... Um, he stood up to her before they went to the senior home. Yes. Mm-hmm. That happened mm-hmm. first. But I thought that they were both important scenes. Like, he was pissed at her. And he should have been. Because what she was doing was technically worse. Lying I, about who she was. I think so, too. But then kind of going into why he did what he did. Yeah. So it wasn't, it made him more of a multidimensional character. And I felt like she was just clinging to that one thing the entire movie. Oh, you lied about your looks. Okay. Yeah. Let's right. go. We've, we've, we've seen this. Get over it. Right. So, and I think that that was something that brought the movie down for me, was she just kept harping about the looks. Mm-hmm. And it just made me sad. So, it didn't redeem itself when she displayed his candles for all to see, because I thought that was a super cute touch. It was very cute. I loved his candle making. The I'm not going to lie. Whenever his dad was smelling the grandpa candle. I teared up so hard. I seriously was like, oh my god. When he was like, is that eucalyptus? He went Ben Gay. I was like, oh my god. I know. Yeah. It was really cute. And I love 
loved how his dad and him had that bonding moment. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is cool. Do what you want to do. Agreed. Really? That might be it. I like it. So, moment they fell in love, do you think they're in love at the end of this movie? I agree. I do. When do you think he fell in love with her? I think he was already in love with her. Through the text conversations? Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. When do you think that she fell for him? The car. When they were stealing the newspapers, which was the... I can't believe we didn't talk about it. I know. It was really cute. It was an amazing scene. Um, And I think that did it for her. I agree. Because she brought it back up at the end during her Love Actually spoof. Um, I want to compound on that. I think she really started falling for him in the car with the newspapers. But then when she kissed Tag, like, she fully knew. Okay. Because she did back away. Mm-hmm. She knew this guy's not right for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the newspaper scene was really cute. And, like, they got to, she got to know him more. Mm-hmm. I and it was fun. It was just fun. Sneaking mm-hmm. around, picking them up, running, hiding. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Adrenaline's going. Now it looks like a gold. Now it still looks like pee. Mm. But who has this much sparkles in their pee? I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> it could be me. <laughs> I really hope you do let me know tomorrow. <laughs> I will be shining my phone flashlight in the yes. toilet. <laughs> um, I love the Love Actually spoof. I do too, because that, it puts a good spin on like maybe the worst part of that movie for me. But listen, I'm so tired of people shitting on that movie. I love that movie. I love that movie too, I'm just not a fan of that storyline. I used to love that storyline before it became problematic, but now I feel like I have to hate it. Why did you like it, though? Because I thought Andrew Lincoln was really cute and I felt bad for him. Like unrequited love Mm -hmm. kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. And you don't know if Juliet and Peter really love each other. I've always looked at it. I never saw that as problematic to be honest, because I always looked at her kiss as pity um, more than anything else. Like, I acknowledge you like me. I'm kissing you for it. And we're done. My least favorite story on Love Actually is Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson. I can't hate that storyline because of the phenomenal acting job she does. Both of them. But when she enters that bedroom and cries for a minute and pulls herself together, mm-hmm. that is exactly what a mom would do. Mm-hmm. And it just gets me and I can't hate it. As I've gotten older, though, do you know who my favorite story is? Who? Bill Nye and the uh, fat producer. The or- friend? I... Fucking love it. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love them. I love how he is before he realizes that, like, he loves him. 
it's just so funny. And I think James really helped me to realize, like, yeah, it's the best story. Because, like, whenever I put it on, James will usually look at his phone until Bill Nye comes on the screen. He's like, I love this guy. Bill Nye is fantastic. He's amazing. Yeah. There's a Love Actually spoof in Ted Lasso. Okay. That is amazing. <laughs> is Bill Nye in it? No. That's upsetting. It's very upsetting. No, it's not. But it's a really good scene and I don't want to spoil it for you. In case I ever watch it. You should. I don't have Apple TV. I'm not gonna. You have one, one of these days when you come over our house. We'll just put it on. That's all right. I can just binge watch movies. It's 30 minutes. Each episode is like 25. Mm-hmm. You can watch like four in a go. Mm-hmm. Maybe six. Uh, do they stay together? It's really questionable. The only thing that makes it not questionable for me is the fact that he can make candles anywhere. That's true. He just quit his job with his dad. The dad was relieved. He can move towards where Natalie lives. Would his family be okay with that? That's the thing. Like, he seems so close with his family. Listen, it was real easy for Natalie to get to Lake Placid from there. (laughs) From LA. So I'm sure it's fine. Maybe she just uproots everybody and they move in her really cool apartment. I loved her apartment. I was obsessed with her bathroom. I, I wanted didn't that bathroom. Notice it. She had that emerald green subway tile. It was like a vintage kind of looking bathroom. I think I'm just really attuned to bathrooms because <laughs> that's all I want in my house. Yeah, a new one. Yeah, and I really like the vintage. Yeah, look. You need to design a mid-century bathroom for your bathroom. Would James go for it? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah, but really we just need to make our own mid-century modern house. (laughs) And move there. Okay. So do you think they stay together? I do. Okay. As long as they figure out the whole... Long distance thing. Family thing. I mean, I think, like you said, he can just up and move with her. Yeah. The brother, obviously, is somewhere else. Yeah. And the dad's going to be retired soon, so they can travel. Yeah. Um, Iconic. Iconic scene. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, I agree. You do see, that's like the cover picture on Netflix with them in the hats. Oh. I didn't realize that. So I actually went into this movie knowing nothing about it. Which was kind of nice. Like, I didn't know it was a catfish situation. I didn't know anything about it, so. I knew it was catfish. Um, BuzzFeed had an article about, like, Netflix movies recommending, and I saw catfishing and recommend. Mm. So those were, like, I skimmed over everything else. Because I was curious because Alice watched A Castle for Christmas, and they had wrote about that, and I wanted to see what they said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, final thoughts. Um, the sweaters, the holiday sweaters in this movie were Mm, absolutely mm. fucking amazing. I paused it in like one of the opening scenes when the friend had Jesus and Santa on a tandem bike. It was the best thing. I want that fucking sweater so bad. I loved it. Oh, yep. 
And then there was another great one somewhere, but I forget what it was. Nina. Happy birthday, Jesus. No, I don't. Oh. I don't know. Because she was wearing one that said happy birthday, Jesus. Maybe it was that one. I don't remember. And it's so funny. Yeah, but that was that was great. What do you got? I can't decide if I love her boss or hate her boss. Loved her boss. It was very back and forth at the beginning. It was. Because, yeah, I don't know. I guess a nice keep described. No, that's okay. So a couple days ago, I was taking two of the glasses out of the shelves like this. And when I did that, one broke in my hand. Oof. And then I got another one and put ice in it and the ice broke it. What? Like a big chunk of glass came out when the ice hit the rim. Was it one of the older glasses? It was one of these. Yeah. So maybe they're just like old and brittle. Mm Mm-hmm. So more room in the cabinet, but just so you know, if it breaks, wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) So check it for cracks. Great. Um, I was okay with her boss. I wasn't sure... Like, I was okay with him, but in the beginning when he was exercising? Yes. Very weird. Yeah, that was weird. And she even said, like, very distracting. Can you stop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least it wasn't, like, the elephant in the room. She did address it. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the grandma saying gray play? <laughs> I thought the grandma was hilarious, and I, I wouldn't her. change a thing. I agree. What about we alluded to it, but the karaoke scene? I hated it. I don't care who knows it. I hated it. Would you have cut it out? Would the movie Would the movie have been the same if it had been cut out? Yes. Okay. So you thought it was completely unnecessary. Yes. Okay. Did you? Um, no. I thought it was necessary to the movie. Because it gives her and Josh a chance to bond at the vet's office. Um, And it kind of puts them on equal footing. Because Mm. finding out that he catfished is embarrassing for him. But then what she did while allergic reactions is embarrassing for her. Good point. And I think that might be all I have. Yep. That's all I got, too. So, please email us, Will Farrow and John Favreau, (laughs) about, did you get the idea for Elf from Mm -hmm. Rudolph? Yes. Toastromcoms at gmail.com. Everyone else can email us if you have an allergic reaction to kiwi. Is it (laughs) life-threatening? Let us know. (laughs) And is a kiwi the bird or kiwi the fruit? I feel like it's an important <laughs> distinction to make. I think it's so crazy, the size of Kiwi's eggs. It's like half their body weight. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. I'll show you a picture once we're Bluey done. Bluey didn't prepare me for that. Fucking Bluey. Well, they that's... do talk about Kiwis in an episode. But aren't they Australian? Yeah. But it says that Kiwis are from New Zealand in there. Okay. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. Just making sure because that's like a big no-no. It's a big thing. It is. So Bluey does does get that. I this movie made me really want to watch Die Hard. I want to watch Die Hard too. I love the first one. I also love the one with Justin Long. 
You don't like the second one? I love the second one. I've never seen it. So I've only seen the first one and... The one with Justin Long. Yes! And before that, I had only seen the one with Justin Long. So I do like the one with Justin Long, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But the second one is really fucking good. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Is it a Christmas movie? I think so. <gasps> it's Snow. <sighs> yes. And I want to say him and his, and Holly, like, hug at the end. They're like, why do we always spread Christmas like this? <laughs> so... Great. Spo- spoiler alert. Bonnie. Whatever. Isn't it Bonnie? I don't know. The wife. Yeah. Okay. Is it Bonnie? I think it's Bonnie. Okay. Holly, Bunny, Bonnie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> drink uh, this drink. It's very good. It's real good. I'll post the recipe on whatever it is that we posted on Instagram. At Toasty Romcoms. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Toast Romcoms. A Toast Romcoms. Yep. Website toasteromcoms.com. Rate, review, subscribe, follow, do like us, do. click the stars, write a review, we'll send you a shirt. Yep. And we will be watching, what's it called? A Lot Like Love. Next. So watch up so it's not spoiled for you. And drink up so you can enjoy it. After that, cheers. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>